Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie now, GPs say uh, that they're seeing more people present uh, with COVID-like symptoms and they are referring more people as a, a result for testing. As we have set up the process over the last few weeks to test uh, identified cases, uh, certainly to offer tests for identified cases, we are seeing a significant proportion not attending, or what we call do not attends, uh, for the day zero test. Uh, and that's at around between 20-25% of people not showing uh, for a test when, when offered. And they do not attend uh, for seven-day tests. You'll be familiar with tests at day zero and test equally at day seven. It's about 50%, about 50% of people not showing up for their day seven test. And it's really important to stress here that a person may identify as a negative test on day zero, um, but a quite a real potential that they could test positive on the day seven. Uh, also, it's important for the public to understand, in one, one in ten close contacts cases, most likely will have a positive test result when they are first tested. Uh, so it's really important, as people are, are identified as close contacts, even if you don't have symptoms, we strongly advise everybody and urge everybody to come forward. It's really important you play your part for yourself for your family, for the wider public, for society, in stopping the spread and a second surge that none of us want to see happen. CEO of the HSE, Paul Reid, speaking yesterday. Dr. Mary Scully is a GP with Abbey House Medical Centre in Navin and on the line with us once again this morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Scully. It's uh, some time since we last spoke to you uh, and thank you indeed for joining us. Can you make any sense of what you're hearing from the HSE that you have so many do not attend when they've been asked to go for testing? Yeah, good morning, Michael. Um, it is. I find it this really difficult to understand why people would not present for testing when they have been informed that they are contacts of a, you know, a proven positive case. Um, I don't really understand the rationale behind it because you would think that people would want to know because they could be potentially infectious to others. So I can't really explain this for you, and I'm as surprised, I think, as everybody else is to hear that. 25% don't attend the first one and up to 50% don't attend the second at day seven, um, you know, because 
I don't know. I think it indicates a complete lapse in kind of civic responsibility to not attend. Mm. Is it because, as I suppose some have been contending, uh, there's nothing wrong with them or they feel that there's nothing wrong with them? They feel completely fine. Uh, They obviously don't have it or they assume they obviously don't have it and don't need to be tested. Yes, but I think it's been well recorded, you know, in the public domain that many people have minimal or even no symptoms and can be positive. Mm. You know, that's well known out there, I would have thought. Um, and therefore, you cannot assume that if you have no symptoms, that you can't be positive. OK, but you there's know. two things uh, that perhaps come into play here. There's a, an awful lot of people, I believe, who tuned out, uh, who thought it was all too depressing uh, and couldn't take any more. And they were just going to follow the... Uh, guidelines and go into lockdown until it was all over. And now there's an awful lot of people, perhaps the same people, I don't know, but an awful lot of people who believe it is all over. Hmm. I know people are a bit fed up of it all at this stage and you can hardly blame them. It's going on for so long. People's lifestyles have been so affected in almost every domain by this. You know, you, you sort of can't blame them, but we have to kind of you know, I've often referred to the, you know, the the, the war spirit, the, you know, the the blitz spirit. You know, we have to kind of keep pushing on, and we have to keep doing what we are expected to do, because otherwise, you know, um, this is going to carry on for much longer. The only real way we have of getting on top of it is for people to present for testing when they're asked to do so, and for people to continue doing all the things that we ask them to do, like wearing masks and hand hygiene and, you know, um, social distancing and all the rest of it. It's a fact of life at this Mm. stage, and there's no easy way around it. Um, You just have to accept it and carry on. Are we asking enough of uh, people? We're seeing uh, other countries uh, where restrictions eased and the virus has resurged. Yeah, and that's kind of the worry that, you know, if, if we ease restrictions too much too soon, that there will be a resurgence in the virus. And even with the small amount of um, easing of restrictions we have done, there has been an increase in number of cases. Um, and it's it's kind of, you know, um, you know, that we're seeing them in the younger people. And these are the very people who are now tending to be out and about. Um, you know, the older people, I think, are still being really careful um, because they obviously are much more at risk. But it's younger people who are now getting out and about because of the easing restrictions. And that's why we're seeing an, a surge in younger people. Right. And it's kind of to be expected. But, um, you know, we have to try to keep the numbers as low as possible. Uh, are you seeing a, a surge in cases or more cases at least? Yes, we are. Um, I've been sort of following it with kind of my colleagues um, elsewhere. And certainly Dublin is seeing a lot more cases. But mm. even here in Meath, um, we are seeing more cases. Yesterday, I referred three people for testing, and I couldn't tell you the last time I referred three. Mm. It must have been way back in sort of April, May time. Okay. You know, there has been mm. a trickle all along, but yesterday, mm. you know, I had to refer three people. And Kildare seems to be uh, pretty bad. Uh, there was a cluster at a fast food restaurant uh, there. We have uh, seen uh, the numbers uh, static in Louth and Mead, but increase in recent days. Uh, we've had a surge of cases in Dublin, a big cluster, 20 cases, I think, uh, and uh, that building yeah, site. site yeah. yeah, and a, a second building site today. Yeah. Uh, there would seem uh, reason for concern. Are you concerned uh, about uh, the prospect of reopening the pubs and going to the next phase? Absolutely. Um, whatever about opening restaurants um, and pubs that serve food with kind of social distancing, 
I think opening the pubs is, is going to be an absolute recipe for disaster. There's no way, other way of, of looking at it than that because, um, you know, mixing alcohol uh, and young people and, you know, social distancing are just, you know, kind of, they are mutually exclusive phenomena, shall we say. Mm. You know, it's just, you know, it's, it's, it is a recipe for a second, third. So I think the government were absolutely right to delay it until August the 10th to see what way the numbers are going. And what about the travel um, advice? <clears throat> travel advice is very confusing for people. Um, you know, <clears throat> I think it's kind of, you know, it's probably the best advice the government could offer at the present time. Some people are absolutely, you know, really mad keen to get away on holidays. And, you know, given the recent mm. weather, <laughs> it's hard to blame them. Um, so I suppose is if you must travel, then go to these places. But the best advice is mm. to actually stay at home because travelling, no matter if you're going to a country with the same or less risk than Ireland, you still have to go through airports, you have to get on airplanes, and that does represent... But you, you, know, can, you can understand it as well if people uh, book their holidays at the beginning of uh, the year and they're set to lose yeah. thousands and there's no prospect yeah. of a, a refund because of uh, the government's position or the yeah. lack... I know. Uh, of a stance that it's taking, uh, that they feel caught between a rock and a hard place. Totally. I mean, yeah. I really get that. And, you know, and in fact, I, I, I would have sympathy for people who go ahead and book their holidays to any of the green zone um, countries. I think it's a minimal risk. And if they really, really want to go on their holidays, absolutely let them off and do it. And just, you know, be extra careful, you know, in planes, on the airport, hand hygiene, wearing masks and all the rest of it. Um, you know, I, I think that's probably the, the, the lesser of two evils. But I think going to any of the places and not on the green zone, like Spain and Portugal, is probably not a runner for people at the moment. OK, we'll leave it there. Thank you indeed, as always, for joining us. Uh, that's uh, Dr. Mary Scully, who's a GP with Abbey House Medical Centre in Navan. The Michael Reed Show podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.